It's time to have our spotlight. And our spotlight today is on Beyond Meat. With a double upgrade by one of the analysts, the stock is jumping today. And joining me now is Rupesh Parikh, Managing Director at Oppenheimer & Company. Thank you so much for being with us. So, um, you know, is Beyond Meat the forgotten story? We all remember when this was a $200 plus stock. It's been beaten down, but it's had a lot of great news of late, right? Yeah, there have been some favorable developments. So they just they just expanded their McPlant test to more McDonald's locations. And then on the chicken front, they launch as more of a pilot beyond fried chicken uh, to KFC nationwide. So there there has been some positive developments on the food service side. So, I mean, is that enough to keep Beyond Meat going when we think about the fact that they've been received at McDonald's plant-based meat, right? That's the idea here. Um, better than some people anticipated, as you mentioned, working with Kentucky Fried Chicken. And so that's what the goal was originally. So maybe people were over-enthusiastic when it first came on board. But ultimately, isn't this exactly what we expected from Beyond Meat, what what kind of target do you expect on the stock? Because at what sixty three dollars or so today, um, it's well below the highs, but it certainly is jumping today. Yeah, so I, th I think on the food service side, so clearly, you know, having the product now at KFC and and having the product at more McDonald's locations is positive. But there's still a question mark in terms of whether this will become a permanent item at KFC. And then for McDonald's, yes, if they roll this out the entire change, that could be a material positive for the story. And that's really, you know, if that happens, that's probably the most positive catalyst we think you could see for the name. But we remain sidelined mainly because we've seen on the food service side, you know, see, if you go back a few quarters ago, they lost distribution with Dunkin' Donuts on, on their breakfast sausage product. Um, and then our retail, you know, if you look at the, the retail stores today, you know, a few quarters ago, it was only beyond product. And now Impossible Foods is at all the retail locations as well. So retail has become a very competitive landscape for Beyond, and that's, that's a key area of concern for us. So staying on the sidelines, I think that's an important, interesting point, because while Beyond Meat had um, sort of a head start in some ways, particularly in the retail area, right? When you went to Whole Foods, there was lots of Beyond Meat there. There were supply chain issues. You remember that? Then they tried to change the price point, adding so many burgers in the pack for summer, July. I remember that. Um, so, and now, as you said, competition. But is it sort of like a Tesla story where Tesla's Tesla and the EVs could be nipping at the heels, but they're not quite Tesla? In which case, you know, is everything not quite beyond meat or should we wait and see? I, th I think it's different here because Impossible Foods, it's almost like a Coke Pepsi battle. You really have two strong players within retail that are both doing really well. Uh, you look at Impossible, they've also, you know, they have a partnership with Burger King, Starbucks. They're also on many menus out there on the, on the food service side. So they, they've actually been a very successful competitor. So I, I think the dynamics are different here. And on top of that, you know, you have Hormel, Tyson, and some of the other players trying to get into the category as well that really haven't made the traction. So that could be more synonymous with what you see on the EB side. But here, I think Impossible being in the category just really changes the competitive dynamics. So I was at Costco just a few weeks ago, and Impossible Foods was giving out samples of their product. And they were also on sale at Costco as, as an example. So I think it, it, it's just much more competitive, I think, on this side. And Impossible you know, can, is making traction at the expense of Beyond Meat. See, and that's the other thing, you know, to have this market share and the relationships 
with the food companies and um, you know at the stores or at the fast food places, and that's what it's about. And as you said, there was some concern because, um, for example, Duncan didn't uh, finish beautifully for Beyond Meat. That being said, I will note that the call from um, Barclays today, underweight to overweight, price target 80 from 70. But the final here is really about how it's received in the long run in these places. It, does it stay in McDonald's? Does it expand in McDonald's? The advertising and even the sponsorships and famous um, people that represent the company. I mean, I can't think of anybody famous for Impossible Foods, but when I think of Beyond Meat, I think of some of the NBA players and um, they have some, some cool spokespeople, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've they've had they have good media behind them, and yeah, they they do on on that front. Is there anything else we should be thinking about? I mean, of course, all the companies are facing higher margins and costs that are on the rise in every way, shape, or form. That's another quick thought, Rupesh. Yeah, so yeah, these are clearly competitions first and foremost on our radar, and then second is the same conditions that are facing everyone, whether higher cost supply chain. And just seeing how competitive retail is right now, you know, almost every week you go into the grocery store, either Beyond or Impossible is discounted. So there is a real question out there in terms of their pricing power. Like, can you price for this increase in all, all the supply chain costs, distribution costs? So that's another question mark going forward. So margins are another area, I think, that's going to be a focal point when they report in, you know, in most likely February. Yeah, I can't wait for that. We'd love to chat with you again as we continue to get more and more information, as you said, sort of a wait and see story, but a great one for today um, as people, shareholders are probably cheering the up arrows that they're seeing today. Rupesh, nice to talk with you today. Thank you so much. Rupesh Parikh of Managing Director, Oppenheimer & Company. Thanks for joining us to talk about Beyond Meat today. We appreciate it. Thank you.